seal my soul Don't let my heart turn cold Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Don't let my heart turn cold Have mercy on many men Many, 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 many men Wish they for me, yeah, I don't cry no more I don't look to the sky no more Cause I got it on me I got it on me I got it on me he got the hairline back, all the confidence is back. Yeah, Q over here looking like a like a bad bitch. I see you, city girl. Damn. I'm driving the boat these days. Yikes. And on that note, uh, fellas, yeah, what's shit. up? It's it's been a long, long, long month. Um, haven't seeing you guys since june 4th except for pat shout out to pat for pulling up last weekend to celebrate my 29th happy belated my joe guy. yeah happy, happy belated, belated king thank you, thank you pat thank wow. you fellas thank you another year how do you feel how do you, like how'd it go give us the deeds uh let's start with how i feel i feel like 29 i don't know what 29 is supposed to feel like i don't know how it's oh, to words oh. i feel the same <laughs> Bro, I look, I look great for 29. First of all, my skin is glowing. My hair is doing well. See, my my curls be lush, but now I got the braids in. You feel me? Mm. Um, and it was, it, was a, it was a great celebration. Tell about it. it was a it was a great weekend. Um, it was a lot of fun going out to PA. It was nice to get out the city. Nice to have friends from high school and friends from college, and friends that I met through um, other friends all come together in the one house. And it was it was a lot of fun. A very active weekend. There we go. I'd love to see it. A lot of fun. What'd nah. you wish for? I don't remember. Some yams. I was drunk. Some yams. I was high. You said some yams. I don't some remember. Some yams. Shit. <laughs> more, more importantly, no birthday yams? Or were you just taking a year of, re- of reflection for yourself? <laughs> what was your mindset going into it? Oh, that was a weekend of reflection. I wasn't there focusing on yams. You weren't trying to dive in? No, I did not. Bro, I was so drunk in the fucking hot tub. And I think that would have been the night for me to get yams. The minute I started like slipping inside of a hot tub that fits four comfortably, I was like, I knew I had to go to bed. And that would have been the night to get the yams. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I think it actually says that I'm- Who are you in a hot tub with? Oh. Uh. Pat, myself, and a and a friend. Man, you gotta name me first. <laughs> <laughs> so you was in that. They can't remain nameless. <laughs> it was a uh, Pat, myself, and a and a friend uh, of a friend from DC or Maryland. Nice. Word. Word. DC, huh? Vibes. Choc- vibes. Chocolate vibes. city. Great huh? vibes. Great vibes. Nice. I think it actually says that on the warning label, don't drink and get in a hot tub. So you was probably fucked up. (laughs) Said that out there, huh? I'm pretty sure it says don't consume alcohol in a hot tub. That's how you get really fucked up. Joe was in there with his eyes rolling back. (laughs) My eyes rolling back. I felt my braids touching the hot tub. I'm loving this. The minute Pat and I started playing footsies, I knew I had to go. Nah. Whoa, uh, damn. And, and, Whoa, so, damn. And, I did not. 
Do y'all have something y'all want to tell us? No. <laughs> you sure? Yes, sir. Uh, Pat, you sure you don't want to tell them? <laughs> no, I'm sure. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> damn, Pat. I knew you was a killer, but damn. That's wild. Anyways, what's the next topic? Because that did not happen. <laughs> this turned into a wild story about Charles uh, Griffin, which had nothing to do with anything else we did. <laughs> it was a fucking, it was a, how many days was it? <laughs> we were there for we a while. We were there for a while. I woke up yeah. in the morning like, every day. I'm what? like, damn, I'm still in the Poconos. Four nights, Thursday to Monday. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, no, it was a great time. I wish I could have been there. Same, same. Oh, but I'm out here in the sticks, so, you know, it's a little deep. How's it going, man? How you been? How did you bring in uh, my birthday weekend? We're not celebrating uh, July 4th. We don't celebrate Independence Day on this side. But how did you bring in uh, last weekend? Thank you. Uh, we, uh, we got back to it. You know, um, we went out, got had back some to what? drinks, a little... Got back. Got, yeah, what is to it? Got yeah, back, got to, back life. to what? Got <laughs> back to got back to life. I mean, well, yeah, that's actually. Let's take a step so back. So you were let's, out, not social distancing. Let's take a step back. So Massachusetts has been the slowest moving state across the country. It just so happens. It's always my luck when I'm in some. I'm in some shit like that, right? Like I just so happen to be in the one state that's not really moving. So shit finally opened up. We were able to go out, get some brunch, have some drinks, just kind of, you know, just reconnect and reflect a little bit. I mean, we were definitely getting to a point where quarantine was starting to weigh on you. Uh, you going now in close to damn near four months of this shit. It was it was starting to add up. But yeah, we just uh, spent some time getting out, having some drinks, having a good time. Felt kind of normal again. So it was it was good. And we uh, did that for Joel's birthday, not for anything else. So cheers. Cheers, cheers. Word. <laughs> Word. That's not for anything else. Yeah, that was a how about, uh, great rap-up. How about you, Mouk? What's going on with you? I see you got the Pat Mahomes shirt on. I know he got the bag, so you hype. Yes, sir. What's going on with World you? Champion. He got a heavy bag. That man, that man is wealthy. <laughs> so you air dry that shirt, right? I know you don't cycle you dry cannot that. Throw that in the dryer no, I, I wash it. Oh. I wash it. What? Yeah, wash it, but air dry. Like you don't. Know, I didn't answer the question, Q. He did not answer. The question. <laughs> I dry. I Wait, dry. what did you say? I dry. <laughs> you air dry. It. You don't I... put it in a dryer. You air dry it. Like you hang it up. Sir, he still doesn't know what that means. Right? No, I I just put it in the dryer. Yeah. Wow. No. So not air dry. So you don't air dry. No, I don't air dry it. I put it in the dryer. Well. <laughs> I mean, we only see the we only see the top half, so we don't know if that shirt's at his belly button or not. But oh no, I bought I bought it big too. It's a double X. Word. All right. All right. Uh, Yeah. Yes, sir. On (laughs) on the the topic (laughs) or uh, notion of greatness, uh, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon, pop smoke. That album. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Man, oh, man. Yo. Whoa. Let me say, I didn't have any expectations, but nah, man, I was, I was blown away. I am His, uh, I pleasantly I mean, surprised. I don't know how much to credit to good. 50 Cent. Yes, but sir. I will give 50 Cent his credit. 
I will give him his flowers. Let's go. I've heard that he's still a cornball. a lot of music though, so it, it makes sense that he had the variety. But I was impressed. I was also surprised by the amount of like uh, callbacks he had, like old songs, older tracks, and they actually worked though. And he didn't he didn't fully just like copy the. Uh, I guess for one of them he did, but uh, for like many men at least, uh, got some on me. That like he he has his own melody, he has his own like vibe to the track, so it was it's it felt like a new song, but it also felt like an old song. Word. He had a it was like a lot of well crafted songs. Like it wasn't just a some he just got on a beat and just threw some shit out there. Like everything was like thoughtful and I really appreciated that. How how long was the album in minutes? Well, it's 19 tracks, and that's one know. thing I wanted to get I've listened to, get to it like 10 like, times. That's one thing I wanted to get at. The but that's the, this album the tracks were short, though. That's n- Well, 19 tracks, though. It's still, you know, like we're so used to, and we always talked about on this podcast um, about, about preferring shorter projects. But these 19 tracks, when you listen to it, I mean, I guess that speaks to how good this album is. Like, you don't think... It didn't feel like about, too many tracks. It, it Probably because it each song was like... Completely different. Like I mean, it it's was fifty-six from the, minutes long. Yeah. Nineteen songs, fifty-six minutes. Okay. Word. Like aside from the like the drill type songs, all his songs were like very different. Like everything was like completely different, and it was refreshing. And I thought it was just gonna be an album full of like trap, drill, like where the party. Oh, man. It was like instead of parties. I he was, was actually singing. expecting a lot more. He's drill, a singer. But... Yo. It was. <laughs> yeah, when I heard Pop singing, bro, I was weak. Nah, yeah. And he even said uh, that in one of the ad-libs. He was Diana like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a yeah. hot song. That's like, all right, brother. <laughs> the track with Sway Lee, the shit with uh, Quavo and, was it Future? Future nah, snitching. Yeah, Roddy Future Rebel, Make off. It Rain, fire. For the Night with Lil Baby and the Baby, fire. Yeah, he had he had yeah, great I mean, features on there. They 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 did him the right way. Yeah, man, the baby he started picking up some momentum post quarantine. I, I must say. You mean you mean I, I might. We still in quarantine. I, I mean, you know, pre pre as shit started to open up, his music slowly started to get better. I don't want to get off of pop smoke. It got a little better. Okay. Uh, I mean, still. Still kind of doo doo. We'll find out when the clubs open, but I could see where Pat was going in They're terms of Atlanta. in terms of things opening up a little bit. His yeah. music does kind of start to flow a little bit, but when you when I was locked up in the crib, his shit was trash. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there. not gonna but, sound the same. Yeah, when yeah. you start getting in the car, moving around, doing some shit, you like, oh, this shit is moving. Yeah, it's all about where you are. The environment. It's yeah, a setting. It's definitely. the environment that you're in when you're listening to something. But I might still feel like the baby's album was trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, shout out to the baby, as always. Uh, that, was, that was a solid verse from But him. Yeah, I know. No, yo, again, it, like the features are great. The album was great. Um, and I know the sentiment is definitely out there. Um, it's It's unfortunate that Pop Smoke is not here to be celebrated, you know, like at least experience and like really smell the roses. Um, but it was this is a great, great fucking project. It has a lot of replay value for me. It sucks, I think, mostly because one, yes, he's not here to, to like 
the initial release of, a, of an album is always crazy. Like, I feel like for certain albums, like, I do remember, like, the moment in time where I was when I first heard it. Um, and I'm sure that that's something that's exciting for the artists, one. And two, uh, they're, they're also super hyped for that first tour. Like, oh, yeah. Getting actually Imagine. to see the fans and, like, going to different cities and, like, the merchandise you're selling and, like, seeing people. Yeah. And, like, one thing that I, I definitely know that resonates with, every, like, probably most artists is when you hear a track that you list that you created in the street. Oh, yeah. Like, you're just driving and you see someone, like, ride by. And that's, that's like, I remember growing up when, like, before anything was on, like, streaming services. Like, when you hear a song, you want to know what it is. And it's hard to find it because it wasn't as easily accessible. But that's still a moment when you hear a song in the street that somebody else is playing. It's for two seconds, but you have, like, that's a moment. Agreed. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. You remember back in the day where... And I know this wasn't just me. You'd be in the crib burning a CD, waiting to get to your car to bump it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need this CD to be I done. Need, I need this on the way to school. school. Right. I need this Yo. on the way to school. Bro, <laughs> you took it back. There was no, I, burning there was no bigger moment of genius for me when I went from, like, figuring out how to do CDs to MP3. To the MP3, just And I went from in. putting 20 tracks to putting Ooh. 90 tracks on a CD. You know, had everything, me. had everything. <laughs> what you want to hear, man? What I you got it. Hear right I got now? it on me. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right now. If it's not on this one, it's the next one. And I got six CDs. <laughs> it's actually number seven. You got to skip a few tracks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, though, like, yeah. it did not have the title or the artist. It was just track one. Number track seven. <laughs> yeah, it just had tracks. And, and I remember Yo, being we've so come a long way. We have come a very long way. Right. It's crazy to think that our kids would never, ever know about CDs, Kazam, yeah. like LimeWire, FrostWire. Like, that won't be a thing. They will never know about that. But, the, but even remember the key difference from an iPod to an MP3 player. Ooh, yeah, the like, iPod was like mom, revolutionary. Nah, I'm saying revolutionary. My mom, yeah. uh, bro, so pressed. I was like, I need an iPod. I need an iPod. She came home with a... Exactly. You need one. You need she one. She came home with a Sony MP3 joint. <laughs> bro, no. Take if this back. This and she's probably hyped when she gave it to you. If I miss this track, I got to go like 60 tracks to get back to what I want to be. Like, no. In order. In order. In order. <laughs> that is Come funny. Come on, Ma. Yeah. Uh, LimeWire, shut Q. your computer down. Bro, LimeWire used to fuck our home computer up. All for a yo, track. I, I got, fucked up a lot of computers. <laughs> I got plenty of ass whoopings, yo. My dad would wring my neck. And you knew the vi- you knew the virus was coming, but you wanted to track that. Needed that. I needed that, bro. I needed. I needed this. I need this. I had, I had to have nugget. Bro, bark. I gotta catch a bus to go to school. I need to bump fifty many men. Like I need to bump piggy bank. And it was no more than like five songs, maybe five songs. But you were like, yo, I need these overnight. I remember one time I was like, I was downloading some music online. And then, like, I left it on my laptop, like, right next to my, my desk. And then maybe it was, like, downloading overnight. And then when it was done playing, it, when it was done downloading, it started playing. So at probably, like, 4 in the morning, all of a sudden you hear, like, it was probably, like, Nelly and the St. Lunatics <laughs> or some shit. It just started blaring on the ground. My mom busted through my door. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you listening so loud? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, you don't like this? <laughs> Damn. I mean, I feel it though. I feel that. Like, 
I, I totally and get it now because I be tired as shit after work. Yeah. And if I got woken up yeah. in the middle of the night, I would be stressed. <laughs> I'm beating your ass. By some poor audio. And the audio was poor, too. So it was just mad screechy and Damn. just, like, horrible. Bruh, by a kid that don't pay no bills. All they do is cost. <laughs> they just cost you money. <laughs> like, bruh. And I had an attitude, too. So it's like, yo, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I remember thinking about it later. I was like, I should have just apologized. But I was in the moment, I was not apologizing. Yo. Not going to happen. No, it, was, it wasn't my fault. It just started playing. You don't like the song? That's right. That's on you. you know? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Kids are assholes. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait to have a kid. Can't wait to have, Yeah, I am. I can't wait to have a kid just to talk shit. Yeah, like I just I need somebody to talk shit. Yeah, just somebody to flame, just roast somebody to talk shit to. <laughs> yeah, like just roast his ass, build build toughness. <clears throat> you sound really lonely, bro. You okay? Something you want to tell us? Okay? Nah, I'm I'm great. I'm just thinking about the fact that like that's gonna be a fun fucking time. I hope your kid doesn't so, grow like, up like weird because you just bro- roasted him his whole childhood because of you. Yeah, nah, I mean, I got I got roasted my whole childhood. I, I'm I'm sort of normal. Okay, so we good. You're not thinking of uh, just one though, right? I hope you're having multiple. I don't think you want to raise an only child because look how you turned out. Quinn, Quentin, I'm an only child. Too. I mean, me and Malk seem fine. Yeah, me and Malk seem fine. We good. <laughs> what, don't, you don't have to say it like that. I mean, but I'm definitely actually has siblings. I mean, I got a stepsister that y'all don't know about. What? I don't really talk to her. Yeah, I so do. So you just going to yeah, put her out right here right now on the pod? <laughs> she lives in Maryland. Yeah, What's yeah. her name? We don't, we don't What's her name? Chantel. Come on now. Don't don't play with me. I'm not on the pod to lie. Come on now. Like, what, what's up? Like, Chantel, yeah, I, I what's her last that. name? What's her birthday? Give me, give me a date of birth. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. All right. I'm not putting her old government out there. Nah, so y'all can look her up, find her on Hinge. Nah, chill, chill, chill. We're not going down that path. Find We're not her going on down that path. <laughs> you, you know how, you, I don't know what y'all young, y'all young Thundercats are into these days. Who knows? <laughs> Speaking of Thundercats, though, how about August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith, though? That's your like, boy. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Yo, I, I, I didn't want to give it much much thought. Honestly, it it just shows me that Jada Pinkett has that fire. She got that pussy that will fuck up your life. Would you ever be okay with a relationship like that? Thoughts on what? I already. I think I shared what on the August you, situation. Do you? But would you be open to that idea of a relationship? Or what are your thoughts on that type of relationship? How would you feel? Now on that relationship or that kind of relationship, I think whatever floats. Your boat is cool. Like if that works for you and your significant other, that's fine. I don't think I would necessarily be comfortable with that. I think I'm too selfish, and if anything, I would want it my way, where like I'm the one who's allowed to, you know, <laughs> be promiscuous and not my wife. She got to say that it's not ideal. That won't work. Right. So no, I don't think I'll be okay with an open marriage. Got you. What about you? Hell no. Nobody is going to be cracking my wife while, like, I'm cracking. But if Danielle gives you the hall pass, you still wouldn't be okay with it? (laughs) If she gave me the hall pass? 
Yeah, like she's like, yeah, you can crack whatever you want. <laughs> if she gave me the hall pass, I'm I'm confused. What's the question? Because I'm I'm thinking about it because that's I'm so unrealistic. Asking you the same question you asked me: If Danielle lets you go about and sleep with other women, would you be okay with her sleeping with other men, as long as she was being safe <laughs> coming back home to you? <laughs> Nah, I'm thinking it through. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. I know. Like nah. I see you thinking. I see you nah. thinking. You want to say yes? Part of you wants to say yes. I mean, I'll be I see it open in your face. to it. I want to say yes, but the political answer is no. But yes, I'm I'm open to the idea. I'm I'm one of those guys. You know, whatever my wife feels is necessary. Um, okay. I'm in it. So but you're open to the idea. When would you no longer be open I'm, to the idea? Like, <laughs> when is the line drawn? What has to happen? I think the. I think the line is drawn when you have. Because what I'm also thinking about is like having children and a family, and there's more people involved than just you and that other person. So. I'm just thinking about that whole dynamic. No, no, no kids involved. Like, no kids in the picture. Okay. Okay, no kids. So it's just me and her. Yep. I think, I think, again, I, I love you, Danielle. Um, but I think that after a certain amount of time, yeah, I think that human beings are not necessarily designed to be monog- monogamous. Like, it's it's a social construction in which we have, like, like just found our way to fit into, but we as humans, like we're, you know, mammals, animals, whatever you want, whatever, however you want to look at it. Right. And like, we're, I don't know if you're necessarily designed by nature to be with one person your entire life. So I do believe that there is a situation where you get late into a relationship where you could want to explore other things. Because I ultimately believe love is bigger than just having sex with somebody. Absolutely. Because sex, sex can be very physical. It can be very physical. What gets tricky is you don't know how that other person's responding to the physicalness of that relationship. Like quickly, emotions yes. can obviously be, mm-hmm. you know, drudged into that. So it's it's uh, it's loaded. But yeah, I mean, I think as you get older, you could definitely be open to it for sure. That was you. I know you think that no, was a sales pitch, but <laughs> that was the longest answer ever. That was the long answer, but I understand. I agree with your sentiment. You I'm, more, I'm really laughing because I wanted to say it sounds like you're afraid of somebody making love to your girl, like hitting it better than you, and she's just gone. I'm not concerned about that because no. Right. Let's be let's be nah. Let's be honest. You know, I I, I do. I do my thing, you know. It might only be two minutes, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You do your thing, you know. You getting in there, huh? All I'm getting minutes. in there. I'm getting in there, you know. You so. get in, get in there, and right out of there. I hear you, King. In and out, baby. I'm in. I'm... <laughs> they call you In and Out. I'm In and Out Burger. Hit it with that special sauce. <laughs> no, right. you're just a burger. <laughs> 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 just a burger hold the patty hold the cheese call it call it what you want pat i call it six years you know lockdown. Um, 
but no, in all right, seriousness, body, right? <laughs> full body. In man. all seriousness, to your to your point, yeah, um, I believe monogamy is a social construct. Um, there are obviously a lot of cultures and places that practice polygamy, um, <laughs> but I think that a lot of people also really do fall in love and like only want to be with one person. Um, like they find their soulmate. Although I think that we have multiple soulmates. I don't believe that we just have one soulmate. Right. Preach. I'm not saying I have multiple soulmates, but I'm just saying preach. Preach. I'm going to stop right there. feel free to jump in whenever. Preach. Feel free to jump in whenever. I mean, I've just been listening to y'all. Y'all are, you know, y'all are covering everything. It's, it's intriguing to see your uh, your thought process and mentality, you know? For sure, because at the same time, you have uh, you have the the people that, you know, I think you've all been to Cancun before. Um, <laughs> they've got, like, them, them swinger clubs. And the thing is, like, the people that go to the swinger clubs, not clubs, but resorts, are all around us. They come from everywhere. So at some point... People do in a comfortable marriage. They say, "Hey, let's go on vacation and be swingers." Yeah. So if you get asked, so I think the perspective can change. You you say yes, Pat. If a couple comes up to you and says, "Yeah, I want you. I want to watch you fornicate with my wife." Oh, cuckold. Well, that's that's different. That's voyeurism. That's very different. That's voyeurism. Yes, that is different. But I just want to answer to that question. I want an answer to that question. (laughs) (laughs) Joe said, "Yeah, you got that right." I would. I, I'd say no. I don't believe you. I feel like it's you with like, like three or four mutual. drinks, you're not gonna say no. If if I'm with somebody for like I don't know twenty plus years, we didn't already like raise the family, all that, and we just you want to go do some wild shit. And as long as like we both are on the same page and be like, yo, we're gonna go on yeah. res- to this resort and just see who's out there and just you know. Go ham and we'll report back to each other every night. Well, that where that's where I was drawing to. Joe was drawing to like I know the, you're the drawn to hedonism. It actually aspect, exists right? in Jamaica. There's like a yeah. uh, a resort in yeah, Jamaica yeah, called yeah, hedonism yeah, where couples go and then they just yeah. swim with each other. You know what's that? What's that called? <laughs> hedonism. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> nah, you're not you playing, playing, but you got, the, you got the right now. You got the name. You got the name though. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's that called? <laughs> Q, Q's first vacation, 2021. I can't man. wait. Him and Danielle, they both come back with the box braids. I can't wait. Oh. He said him and Danielle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. But yeah, relationships are a funny thing, man. I feel like every couple has obviously the power to define their I'm relationship. To find and my next relationship. Who are we to judge? What was what was that? What was that, Mal? I'm trying to find my next relationship. Wow! For so the for the love of Malcolm. <laughs> wow! We, t- we taking we taking auditions right now. Wow! And uh, post quarantine, we're what's back, going baby. On right now. This is not We're the back. first episode back. What is what's going on right now? <laughs> We're back, baby. Uh, what? I think I met. I think I met the girl in my dreams. Where? Wow. I'm not. I'm not gonna say where. Oh no! I'm sorry. That was that was deep. That was deep. 
I'm not gonna how, say where. How? How? How did you meet her? How? Person? She fell out the sky. When? Right. When? <laughs> All right. What she look like? Come on. What does she I'm look not, like? Man, yo, she's like about five two. Thick, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's A lot of people look? say she look like Janet Jackson. Oh, here we go. Yo. Here we go. <laughs> All right, next topic, Joel. What we got next, Joe? Uh, there was this Christian summer camp that shut down after 82 kids and staff got the coronavirus. This was um, in uh, Lampy or Lamp. I might be mispronouncing it, Missouri. Um, and I, I say that. Um, in light of what's like really been, I guess, highlighted this week with like Trump threatening to uh, have budget cuts for the Department of Education. Or I guess, sorry, not for the Department of Education, but he's threatening to um, not provide a lot of schools funding if governors don't reopen them for the fall. Um, how do you guys feel about that? React to that? There's been a, there's been a, too much. There's been a lot going at schools and education, um, from what ICE is doing to this uh, to Trump saying he's going to defund the, the schools. It's like the schools should never be defunded. They should <laughs> always increase funding, like just in general, just as much as they. Like I heard that some schools, like I think some schools in like Massachusetts, are are jumping uh, tuition prices by six six digit figures. Um, so it's like it's it's yeah. five digit not six five digit figures. Um, but it's just like it's it's too much, you know. It's it's yeah. you. Yeah. They should never. That should never be a threat, because you come up with more people who can't, uh, not going to be able to think for themselves. You're not going to be well educated. Yeah. yeah, you're not. You're basically cutting off the future, the minds of the future. And if you want to, you know, sustain and and grow jobs here, like you can't have not smart people here because they didn't they got their budget cut during a pandemic but that doesn't make sense right you trying to cut the budget for kids yeah. my guy for me for me what's sicker about what <laughs> he's doing it's that this he's doing this shit during a pandemic like you're really you're literally putting families at risk like again, this is a camp that just reopened in Missouri, and now eighty-two kids and staff got coronavirus. Like, why are kids at a camp? <clears throat> I mean, it's right now. it's part of the it's part of the conspiracy plot, my mm, brother. Speak oh, on. All right, all right, all right. It's part Pretty of this huge it. conspiracy, brother Malcolm. Let's, let's hear it, brother Malcolm. Conspira- conspiracy talk. Hey. This man, there. I think there are like higher beings or whatever, like. Trump is, I feel like Trump is following a plan that was set in place before he even got in office. And he's, everything he's doing is so like bogus. And it's it like, it, it, there's no common sense. And it's just blatant. It's blatantly like wrong. <laughs> and it's everything. It's every, it's literally, literally everything. He's literally doing the worst that you could do. Like, we're going to put kids in, fuck, we're going to put immigrant kids in fucking concentration camps. Uh, what else are we going to do? We're gonna tank the economy. <laughs> We're gonna put people's lives in risk. Like anything that could go wrong is going wrong, and it's not. It can't be on accident. It can't be on accident. 
It's part of a plan. This is the beginning. This is only the beginning. <laughs> you y'all hear all the fireworks at night? Uh, they actually stopped. <laughs> hear all the fireworks I heard at them night? In a minute, they stopped ever since the forties. What? Nah, they, but that was happening here. for like a good I've month. I've been hearing that shit. I've been hearing. I've been hearing it. Bangs during the day, just bangs. No fireworks. <laughs> They're preparing us. They're training our. They're training us, desensitizing oh, us to those type I read of bombs. I sounds. read that. They got us. They got us. They got us trying to get used to the sound of bombs going <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. They got us wearing masks already. They're preparing us. They're preparing us for they're what? There's a us. war to come. I don't know. They're preparing us for something that we are are not prepared for. They're preparing us for something. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah, we we're living in. When, we, when I was in L.A., when I was in L.A., when I was in L.A., me and Savannah were riding around. We were on the way to a bar actually, and passed by an empty parking lot with a random box of fireworks just going off. We actually stopped and slowed the car down to look at this because there was nobody else around. There was nobody in sight. It was just darkness and just random fireworks going off. This shit is scary. And then the whole town, like literally the whole downtown just smelled like fire, fireworks. And it was foggy. It looked like a zombie movie. That's crazy. <laughs> I know I sound crazy. I know I sound crazy. <laughs> but hey. Hey, the signs is nah, there. I mean, you just uh, gotta you man. gotta look for I them. mean, bro, uh, honestly, it's I feel wild, like, like sorry, go ahead, Q. No, I mean, I'd love to hear your take on it. All I have to say is it just like to Malk's point, it's just so blatantly wrong. Every step of the way to the crazy thing is, is that we're no longer at a point of like talking political parties, talking about policies. No. We're talking about humanity, it's like, like civilization, human, humans, like everybody across. Like you look to survival. This is survival. You look to your left, you look to your right and like. Everyone's just looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on? And then you see one asshole who's like, yeah. And it's just like, what is happening? <laughs> like, it's just, it's bonkers. And the crazy thing is, is to Malk's point, the, it seems like a conspiracy because the safest thing to do is just stay in home, stay at home. Just stay in your house because you're walking out to a world of just chaos a war zone. They trying to get us prepared. I mean, let's let if you want to just keep building on the conspiracy, Joe, why is why is Warzone free? They don't even charge you to play that game. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't even think that far ahead. I didn't even think that far ahead, bro. Come on god now. Damn. Come on. They don't even do the charge education, you. Joe. It's a free download. You got to do the education. It's a free download. You got to do the education. Everybody's playing Warzone right now. Y'all gonna be the soldiers, cause that's how the war is gonna be fought. The war is gonna be fought with uh, video games. That's how they. That's how they. That's how they fly drones now and drop bombs. It's video game. If that's how the war is gonna be fought, I'm only concerned about Pat. My man, be, <laughs> my man, my man oh, be yeah, tweaking bro. in that game. I do not want Pat on my squad at all. I want, I want Pat on my squad, Damn. but I want him to be able to survive. That's all. I wanna, I wanna put him in a car with a trophy system and let's just rock out. Cause, <laughs> nah, but 
Damn, damn, <laughs> damn, Pat! I didn't know you suck. He doesn't. It would be nice out there. It would be nice out there, don't you? He Martin? doesn't. You know what is crazy, Mount? Too is Pat doesn't suck. His you could just see the anxiety through his character. <laughs> <laughs> he just moving around. Just his character just, just moving around everywhere. Like he can't sit still. Like he's so ready to shoot somebody. <laughs> That, like, he can't, like, <laughs> take a second. And it's hard, right? Cause, no, it's because you, you come out of nowhere and just start shooting at me. I'm like, yo, this is good the second time I'm playing this game. <laughs> he would just start letting rounds off, and all you, I, I hear them, so I start dancing around. <laughs> Someone's here. <laughs> but, no, on a more serious note, Joe, um, I always love to hear your take on this stuff. So, curious to uh, hear your hear what you had to say. No. Well, no, I was just going to piggyback off of Malcolm's point um, and what he said about how it's like, you know, this man has been doing everything wrong since day one. Um, and we have had some small victories along the way, like Karen's Law, where uh, I'm not I think you guys are familiar with it, but pretty much it's like a legislation that was, oh, sorry, the Amy Cooper, the 911 false accusation bill, where like anybody that calls a cop on someone, you know, making a false claim can be charged now. I think it's like a felony, um, if I'm correct. It is. It's a hate crime, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, that was a that was a huge victory um, in the middle of this movement that it's still going on. But then we have, like, this guy threatening to cut um, funding for schools if they don't reopen. Um, and then we have, like, I guess on Wednesday, the most recent um, ruling which is like pretty terrible when you think about it, is um, where uh, employers are exempt from offering health insurance coverage for contraception. Um, it was like a big hit to obviously women. And not, not just women. I, I get, it's a big hit to all of us. It's a big hit to human rights. So it's like, bro, we get one victory and then we get like, we just go back 75 years. Bro. Like shit just gets worse by the second. Um, and then we have Kanye West allegedly running for president. So um, I say that all that to say that this year has proven to me that nothing is far-fetched anymore. Um. Yo, it's crazy because a lot of people now are saying too, right? And I kind of fall into that space of like 2020 has been a year that like people are like, this is the worst year ever. And I just want it to be over and move forward. But like, it's been such an uncomfortable year. And there's so many things that have just like, you know, have been sitting at the surface, but haven't been exposed that like I, you know, the optimistic side of me hopes that this is a year where we kind of start to move the needle forward. But it just seems like shit just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I'm like. Sorry to cut you off. But like, yeah, like we move the needle forward and then we move that shit right back 10 steps. It's like, what the fuck? Like what else? Yeah. Like I just wake up the next every morning thinking like, all right, I'm ready for the shitty news. Like what else has gone wrong while I was <laughs> sleeping? It's every day. It's and it's crazy. Be it's, every it's day. crazy because the government has been designed where, you know, through branches and things like that, where the president shouldn't be able to cause this much chaos and like poor right. poor leadership, but. When you are doing that poorly, I guess you can have that huge of an impact. And it's just it's just misstep after misstep. Again, I can't stress it enough that like 
from the Republican side to the Democratic side, like everyone's just looking at each other like, what the fuck? And I all <laughs> I can say is and stre- can't stress it enough is that November November third can't come soon enough and the power of voting is so huge and I don't care who you vote for, just please get out and vote and express where you're at and understand the world that we're living in and like the power and like your voice matters and we are going backwards and we need to get out and make a difference because this shit is fucked up yeah yeah terrible yeah no like um like we can't stress that point enough q um like november 30th means november 30th what the fuck just a little tongue-tied right now but November third, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, like, please go out and vote. Please, like, do your research. I don't think there's any research you need to do. Just get <laughs> this motherfucker out. <laughs> like, please go out and vote. I know there's, there's some people that feel like their votes don't there's matter. There's research to be done. There's research to be done, and also just have these conversations on like who you're looking into. Bro, we're at the point where we trust. have to pick between a great evil and a degenerate, right? So it's like we have to pick the lesser of two evils. Or Kanye. It, <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, bro. Get out of here. Yo, can we I just want to discuss I just, sorry, that before for we a second, move forward. Though? I just want to get this, yeah. I just want to get this right before we move on. So, the ruling that was passed by the Supreme Court on Wednesday um states that um employers would be exempt from offering health insurance coverage for contraception if they have either religious or moral ob- objections to contraception. <clears throat> and it was like a pretty much a landslide decision in the case. Like 7 to 2. I just wanted to get that accurate. But uh yeah, like, what the fuck are, are we doing? Like, what's going on? And then I was talking to Malcolm hey, earlier about this shit, man. Yo, I just thought of that. But, um, like, now also lynchings. Like, people are being lynched. Like, what? What? Yeah. It's been, like, six, five or six. There, there was a video of, like, males somebody stopping lynched. a group from lynching a man in Indiana. Like, this week or last week. Like pretty recent. The sad, yeah, like a couple of days. Sad ago. thing is, I haven't seen that, and it's crazy, right? Because I almost feel like I haven't seen it on purpose, because I've been a shit has been so bad. I've been avoiding just like scrolling on my phone and like seeing what's going on. Like I've just been like focused on just me because shit's so bad bro but like that doesn't surprise me that we're at that point but it's just like crazy like what bro i'm trying my best to filter a lot of negativity but like it's it's so much happening that i just can't avoid it anymore you also need to be you know you need to know what's going on absolutely it's bad it's hard to watch or it's hard to see but you still need to know so you like have some sort of idea of what is going on in terms of social media you got to be mindful of who you're following you got to look at who's posting similar content and try to limit that because that's where it gets reinforced like there are pages that promote positivity there are pages that promote self-awareness and and, uh uh, let's go certain meditation and things like that so there are things and you just got to find ways to if you're not going to take a strict um 
break from social media, try to pump in some positive messages and, and positive yeah, pages. Yeah, you have to find find a good balance, find a healthy balance. You're right, Pat. Yeah, yeah, find a healthy balance. That's very true, very valid. But I think the, the balance piece of it is so key, right? Like you can't only follow things that are just positivity and, and make the world look like something that is not, I think is definitely key to follow, like see both sides of it, right? And make sure you fully understand reality and not just- Yeah, what I what I mean in, in the positivity sense is just like things are gonna help you focus on yourself no, of and course. your personal goals. Like not to get, not to be on a high and think that things are optimistically going to get better without the work. You do need to do the work, but get information from authentic sources and also have some kind of, you know, brainwash yourself the same way, but with positive uh, information for yourself and taking time for yourself away from the bullshit. Well, I think this is like a good opportunity, Pat. Uh, Do you mind sharing? Like what are some uh, pages or people you follow that help you um so i I follow some some pages that are uh, i I can't give you exact names but i follow some pages that talk about just mental health mental health um and mental wellness for Mm -hmm. uh millennials um and kind of they just give like the stories or the pages that they're posts or or random posts that they post are just going to be things that you should keep in mind throughout the day how to give yourself the space to like step back um, I also follow some um, just like black economic empowerment kind of pages. And like they talk about the importance of um, investing in, in, in being money smart about things. So like those are like, you know, this is something you can always do. It's pandemic proof because it's not specifically related to that. It's about how do you control yourself and your money and your um, just your lifestyle so that you can be uh, enabled to do whatever you want. Um, Things along that line or whatever your interests are that just aren't yeah. politically driven. Um, things like that just help me give get a space at least between, you know, all the, the bullshit that you see that come across your, comes across your timeline. Yeah, hit me if you want to see some of those pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't think of any on the spot, but... Hit my hit my boy up at, uh, what is it? No underscore share, DM, share your handle? DM, what is it? DM, DM. Was it, share your Instagram? What'd you say? <laughs> no, this is P V T R I C K. Let's go, let's go, ladies. <laughs> Hit your boy up. Yeah, don't do that because I, I, I definitely spelled it wrong too. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you ever given the wrong number? <laughs> oh, All right. Sick times, sick times. But is that uh, it? you got any more? Nah, man. I think we could we could leave it there for now. Yeah, I got I got one more topic to bring up. My my question to you guys, and I know it's been a big topic with everything going on in the world. Do you feel like sports starting to come back and figuring out a way to come back is a positive for society and community or a negative? Um, we talked a lot about like outlets and finding you know ways to you know watch things. I guess you know be informed, but also like. Kind of, t- it is a nice escape, I guess, to right to take your mind off of you know some of the stress and you know things that are going on. But curious to get your guys' take on thoughts of you know basketball and some other sports coming back and where you kind of feel on that. I don't think that people focusing on sports 
um, in the negative sense that it's going to draw away attention is helpful. I don't think that sports are going to help or um, kind of hurt the cause. I think they're a part of the system. I think that they can be, if they use their platform and still kind of stay with the times and what's going on, I think it can be useful just because, like, with the commercials and the information they do. But at the same time, the way that we're going to affect change is not purely off of sports. It's still protesting to an extent. It is still uh, conversations that need to be had, and it's still legislature. So I don't think I don't think sports are a relevant topic to what the change uh, that people are trying to see right now. So I'm indifferent. I, I look forward to seeing it, uh, but I'm indifferent. I mean, I mean, they've already, they already have like, I think, I don't think it's even like a, a debate anymore. Like they've already took in this, taken the steps to make sure that like people don't forget about the cause by allowing the players to create, uh, to like po- put, uh, different phrases on their jerseys like the buses are now plastered with black lives matter so they're actually protesting while they're playing right. so they're they're doing they're doing the opposite of what what people initially thought like it was going to distract people people would get too comfortable but every time you're watching a game you're basically going to be watching a protest right so i think it's even actually going to help even then it takes the owners to have conversations <clears throat> it takes the people with power and money to have those conversations about what's going on like them, them doing that, it's easy popularity. They could sell T-shirts that say, you know, L.A. Lakers with some some kind of Black Lives Matter message, and they're going to make money from that. That's not it, though. It's, it's not more the than answer, that. right? No, that's merchandise for them. They could donate the proceeds, but it's still ultimately they're getting their name out in in some other thing and getting another stamp. Joe, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm going to honestly echo what both Malcolm and Pat just shared. Um, I don't fear that sports are going to detract from the movement, you know, take away the focus of the movement that's happening and like just make us completely become oblivious to everything that's going on. Um, And to what Malcolm said, I also feel like um, a lot of athletes are still being vocal about the issue. Um, they're wearing shirts that say Black Lives Matter. Um, and like actually today, um, Coach Thierry Henry like knelt for the first eight minutes and 46 seconds to um, in honor of George Floyd. So it's like if we see that, which is amazing and should happen, I feel like very often, um, there's no reason to fear that sports coming back is going to take away from the, mo- uh, the movement and the mission. Um, it, it could really help, especially because this is on national yeah. TV. It could really help spreading awareness and just like getting right. people who oh. have been trying to not see what's going on or not um, accept what's going on, now start really thinking about it and hopefully having those conversations. Um, I mean, we, we know right. that sports is a powerful thing, just like music. Sports is a very powerful thing, and it can be used for good. I haven't gone through this yet, but like, two couple things. One, uh, they're talking when they when they say to the NBA come back, they're talking about the protests. Why is that linked? Two, when they talk about the NHL, which I have heard crickets about, 
there's no talk about the, there's no talk about protests being detracted or the, uh, the movement being stopped. Three, um, why is it only focused on the protests, but there's still little talk about the pandemic? Like, why are these so linked to the protests? Why are these not even being discussed in connection to the pandemic, which is going on? What is like, and it, it's a lot, a lot of his news and like the major outlets that are kind of pumping this information, but there's no connection between the NHL from what I've seen, the NHL, the MLB, um, MLS, none of these leagues have had the same kind of attention towards the, the pandemic or the uh, um, the movement right now, the Black Lives Matter movement, as much as the NBA has. And that's a very telling and divisive thing that's going on. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, like, the NBA in general has just been a leader in, like, actually practicing what they preach when it comes to, like, diversity and actually allowing the athletes to have a, a, voice. a voice on yeah. their platform. Yeah. I think... Like, a, a, these leagues, a lot of the athletes probably don't won't say much because they probably aren't even allowed to speak up, like, certain players in the NBA. Well, also, you mentioned like, the NHL. Like, the NHL And the representation... Is, yeah, say the NHL is like a white league. Like, how many players of color are in the NHL overall? I, I, be, I don't know. I mean, they should. I know they. They're, they're, a lot of people have been claiming that they're allies, but they can still make statements. They can still do that. People need to call on them and call I them think, out. I think. Yeah, I think. I think it, where, to your point, Pat. I, go ahead. I know that the NBA is I, I, all black. It, it comes, like, it comes to like it comes to these owners. <laughs> no, no. Pat, I, I, this is a great global point. thing. It's a pandemic. You're making a great point. No, that's a huge point. And I feel like it, it I feel like that responsibility falls on these sports networks, peop, uh these organizations, these owners, I should say, excuse me, and these athletes to call out these other teams. Cause like we know that these athletes for the most part are buddy buddies. Like we see pictures of them from different sports, like, you know, kicking it, being at each other's you games. You love that. Everybody I, loves fall, that. Right. When it, it falls on the them. US, everybody loves it. It falls on them to have these conversations. Be like, "Yo, why are why is like your team and your head coach and your owner not saying anything about this?" I I feel like there's a a lot of great points that you guys raised. Right. The one thing I will say is that the MLS I have noticed has picked up some steam. Um, but the reason I think I've seen that is is because there are a lot of minorities that play soccer. Um, I think it's a loaded point too, right? Because soccer is also not as prevalent of a sport in this country. And I think that's a whole nother topic to be discussed. But I have seen a bit of that. Um, I think Pat's point about the NHL is is enormous because if we're ultimately going to see progressive change in a country like this, it starts with white men. It starts with white males yeah. having uncomfortable yeah. conversations. And you, what I have noticed is white females are supportive, right? But we could argue that females across the board have been oppressed for various reasons. Black females, obviously oppressed. Black males, obviously oppressed. Those who sit in that range of, of, you know, white privilege across the board are white males. 
And that's where you start to look at owners and things of that nature. Uh, so the NHL not making a statement is, is huge, right? Um, I think ultimately, though, that sports is a huge piece to it because I think when we've seen, when we look back to our culture and history, while it's not great, right? Obviously, it's realized any sort of progress you've noticed that there's been a predominant sports figure in front of that. Um, And I think that it's the ability to use that platform. And I almost feel like not having sports has hampered us. Um, I came across an interview today that JJ Reddick did with uh, um, somebody else. And one of the things he mentioned that was a great point was when LeBron James made his decision to go to Miami that first time, right? Or when Kevin Durant made his decision to go to the Warriors, what made people so uncomfortable and what made fans uncomfortable was that the most dangerous thing finally happened. And it was the most powerful black male in sports now had the opportunity to make a decision to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And I think that was so heavy in terms of like, that made so many people uncomfortable. When you think back to it, like owners like Dan Gilbert and those guys who scolded LeBron for making that decision and people who called Kevin Durant like a coward and this and that. And you can have your sports reaction, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, when you genuinely look at it, he's 100 percent spot on. When black males who are in power have that ability and position to do that, it makes people uncomfortable. And we as people ultimately feel like. If we make a lot of money, if we're really rich, we're really educated, we do all the right things as black people, we're going to be in a position where we kind of are the void of racism. When the truth is, we're actually deemed more as a threat because of all of that. Because now we're getting closer and closer to the table of equality, and that makes them uncomfortable. So I think to Pat's point, that's huge with the NHL. It's huge with the owners. You look at guys like Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys, right? That guy is all over social media all the time. Black Lives Matter movement starts. Your quarterback is black. Your top running back is black. You have nothing to say. No one's even heard of him. And that's considered America's team, right? So when you start to think about those sort of things, it's crazy. But ultimately, I'm happy sports are coming back because I ultimately believe we're at a point where these guys are we're at a generation where athletes have a voice. They have a platform. Social media is so powerful that they're going to be able to challenge the status quo. And ultimately, that's what we're fighting, the status quo. And not to belabor the point, but that's why I'm so in favor of Majuk. Um, I, that's not even his name. It's Maker Maker. Um, it's like... Oh, McClure yeah, Maker. McClure yeah, Maker. I was thinking of Jerry. I'm so proud yeah. of that young man and Mikey Williams Yo, this too. Is, I think this is this Yo. is a great. Like, I feel like this can be a longer segment. This this is like yeah. I, sorry, I yeah, didn't really yeah, want to. Yeah. We don't have time for that. One. <laughs> no, we'll, no. We'll dive into that another time. I, I'm sorry, that's I don't, a mean whole to, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. like, I feel like right. yeah, we're gonna get in some in some good conversations. This is, that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful point though. Yeah, I saw that today on first take, and Stephen A. had interviewed him. But again, yeah, like, this is going to lead to a lengthier conversation that I was hoping we got to at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, man, it's it's something that I'm happy it's coming back. I'm happy that we have yeah. these guys here to challenge things. Um, I was curious to get your guys' take on it, but I couldn't be happier um, because I think we can get lost in, in those sorts of things. But ultimately, we need that platform. We need it. And I yep. hope that the NBA, yep. the only misstep that I would say the NBA made was 
they decided to pick what phrases might could and couldn't be put on the back of I guess not couldn't, but what could be put on the back of people's jerseys. And I hope that they go back and make an adjustment to that because I do think there are other things that people would like to have the opportunity to put on that are appropriate. Um, but again, progressive, uh, excited about it, um, and happy that sports are, are going to be a platform where people can speak out against it for sure. Right. That's going to be – that's huge, really. Yeah. Like – that's huge. And, and it's one of those things, yeah. too, right, where white people watch sports. So if you're going to watch sports, you're now forced to be uncomfortable. You have to see that shit. Yeah. Sorry, people. Everybody that's been trying to paint over the Black Lives Matter streets. <laughs> right. So, yeah, not that's to blame the point, we got more to talk <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, right. roll, us, roll us out, Mount. Roll us out. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was that was that was a that was a great episode. Out, first episode back. That was a great first episode back. Um, we will definitely be back sooner than uh, sooner than later. Definitely can't wait another month. Don't turn that dot to record it. I mean, let's be honest with the fans, Mount. I mean, you traveling the West Coast. That's why this hasn't happened. I was I was traveling, I was traveling. I went I, I went home for my mother's birthday and father's oh, you night. Would, you would, you the would cleanup in aisle three. <laughs> he grabbed the, he grabbed the Clorox and went straight for the cleanup. Damn, we got a, we got sorry we got about spill. that. Oh my god, sorry about that. I was just trying I'm to sorry give about that. Well, we're happy you were able to enjoy your mom's birthday month. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. Uh, we be strong. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh more. Yeah, it's been a good one and I I'll, I'll leave everybody with one more thing, one last thing to sign off. I did get tested for COVID and it came back Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It's Liddy. Clean slate, baby. Clean slate. Clean slate. Roll us out. Roll us out some chingy right there, please. All right. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one and we will be back soon. I like the way you do that right there. I like the way you do that right there, right there. Make your hips when you walk and let down your hair, down your hair. I like the way you do that right there, right there. Make your hips when you talk and let me make my stir, make me stir. I like the way you look in them pants, see your brine. The mama a quarter piece, she far from a dime. The type of girl that'll get you up and go make your grind. I'm thinking about snatching her up dirty, making her mine. Look at her hips, look at her legs.